This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture has distributed more than $4 billion in coronavirus food assistance program payments. That's according to USDA's latest figures for the program, which has now issued payments to more than 252,000 producers. That's increases of about $1.1 billion and 32,000 producers from last week's report. Livestock producers continue to lead the way at just under $2 billion in payments. Non-specialty crop producers have received just over $1 billion. Dairy producers are at $895 million. And specialty crop growers have received just over $84 million. And a member of Congress who represents a state with many specialty crop growers says he sees some fixes for the program if Congress decides to take another crack at the funding assistance. California Democrat Jim Costa says he'd like producers to receive a little more filing assistance from USDA's Farm Service Agency. In my area, we have, in many cases, operating remotely to shelter in place. They're making appointments, and it's a complicated uh, application process that unless you have a, a staff or a sophisticated office operation, the majority of farmers are, you know, they do this stuff at home at night, can take two or three hours to fill in the applications. So we think it's important that they move staff over to have adequate support with the Farm Service Agency offices to meet the producer's needs for enrollment. Costa signed on to a letter that raised questions about some of the implementation and qualification guidelines for the program. And, of course, my criticism also is there are a lot of commodities that were not included. So we're finding a lot of challenges here. It's not USDA's fault. I'm not trying to, to point blame, but these are things that we've got to sit down, and that's why we wrote the letter, to talk about you know, how do we deal with agriculture throughout the country in sectors that were not ever included. He says USDA should be given credit for the speed of the program's implementation, but still wants to see how it can be improved. We tried to do a lot in a short time. Now under the category of lessons learned, lessons learned, let's see how we can do better as we try to create the safety net for the rest of this year into the following year. He says the changes could come through the next coronavirus recovery package from Congress if Capitol Hill is able to address farm policy in the bill. To hear more from Costa, including his thoughts on the Farmers to Families Food Box program and the country's need for ag labor, check out this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Ag and biofuel policy looks to play a critical role in a key Senate race. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. Iowa Democratic Senate candidate Teresa Greenfield is calling for the resignation of EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler. And she says Joni Ernst, the incumbent Republican she's trying to unseat, should do the same. Greenfield tells reporters Wheeler has abused his power by issuing too many small refinery exemptions. Look, the EPA shouldn't be run by a fossil fuel lobbyist in the first place, period. Second, uh, we need more transparency, more accountability at the EPA. Uh, Why are we even considering 52 new petitions that will continue to devastate our farmers? Uh, It seems to be a closed door process and our farmers and rural communities need an open, transparent process. In response, Ernst campaign spokesman Brendan Connolly tells AgriPulse that despite what he calls Greenfield's false rhetoric, Iowans know Joni Ernst has long been leading the fight to protect and promote Iowa's biofuels community in the Senate. Last week, EPA confirmed it is considering 52 small refinery exemptions for the renewable fuel standard that date back as far as 2011. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, the sign-up deadline for key risk management programs is just around the corner. 
Producers have until June 30th, a week from tomorrow, to re-enroll in the Agricultural Risk Coverage or Price Loss Coverage programs. Farm Service Agency Administrator Richard Fordyce says the 2020 crop year will be an extension of the 2019 program election. According to USDA, about 1.4 million producers have signed up so far, a figure that is just shy of 90% of the expected ARC-PLC enrollment. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Americans are awakening to the reality that protecting our food supply is part of our national security. Farm Bureau is proud to stand up for the women and men who work tirelessly to stock America's pantry. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.